0: In a true guru-disciple relationship, it's a type of bond like no other to begin with. So what happens when you experience that unconditional love? It is overwhelming. And then I don't think we should give it the name of an obsession. It is now you have found your life and there's a natural tendency to cling to your life. There is a story I tell all the time, Ananda served Buddha for 50 years and he was related to Buddha. And one day he said to Buddha, he said, you know, I've been serving you for 50 years. So many people, so many of your disciples, so many of your monks and nuns have gained that enlightenment, that deep state of Samadhi but I haven't. Where am I going wrong? And Buddha said, Anand, you're too attached to me. As long as you have any attachments, forget Samadhi. And Anand said, how ridiculous is this? You are the Thagat. You have gone beyond this age, if I am not going to gain enlightenment by getting attached to you Then what is my hope? I have no chance Buddha said listen, I have stated you the truth Now it's up to you to accept it or reject it I've told you why you're not getting that experience of Samadhi Ananda said Okay That's always your answer to everything, I've given you the truth, now take it or leave it (laughs) So he uh, went away And Three months later Buddha passed away And When Buddha left his body Anand went into great pain Pain of separation You know pain really brings you closer to God by the way Suffering is the shortest route to God. Because suffering will evoke such emotions in you that you never thought ever even existed in you. And pleasures and happiness they have a way of just making you forget about the real stuff. Suffering makes you stand back. Suffering makes you think. Suffering makes you accept. So Ananda suffered a great deal when Buddha left his body and in that extreme suffering, in that extreme pain of separation, he went into deep Samadhi. And he came out a little while later and he said, Yes, the Thagat was right. He was right after all. I was too tied to him. I was too attached to him. I could not see anything beyond him. And that's why I didn't gain Samadhi. But you know what, the tagat. I don't care about Samadhi. I don't want to live without you. And that is the truth of my life. And Ananda also dropped his body. Some say the same day, some say the next day. He also let go of his body. He said, My Samadhi, I've realized. You see, human tendency is to believe that everything has to be absolute. That if you have something, that is just not possible for the other person to also have it. But that's not how divine works. In Krishna's rasa, when gopis, were doing the ras, and Krishna manifested many forms. And they were, every gopi had a Krishna. But it's not that Krishna manifested these forms, these gopis were beholding his form in their bhav. And then, gopis thought individually, because they were so immersed, so absorbed in their Krishna. They thought, wow, how special I am. How lucky I am. I must have done some special karma in my past life. I must have done something so powerful, something so divine, something so fantastic, something so great, something so phenomenal, magnificent, that I have Krishna to me. And then Krishna saw, oh, is this what you're thinking? Somehow you're thinking you have me to just yourself? Somehow you're thinking that it is your doing? Not much wrong in that thinking, but I see seeds of uh, ego in that thinking. And Krishna walked away. And all the gopis were suddenly without Krishna. And they didn't know what to do. And then they started crying. And then they realized that Krishna is too cruel. Krishna is too detached. We thought it was our doing that we could hold him But Krishna walks his own path And when they realized that it was not them but Krishna's grace only That they could even have those moments That's when Krishna came back At the realization As soon as Ego raises its hood God leaves. Divinity disappears. As soon as you go back in a mode of surrender, in humility, realization dawns. It's simple as that. I was telling some people the other day that when an avatar comes, it can never be for one person. If it is for one person, they would just call that person, wherever they are. Why make all this, you know, go through all this trouble? It is always when there is collective karma of many, 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 many people that they say, okay, we have to get this job done, let's go down. And for example, uh, in Rama's case, for how long? Masita could actually live with him, not for long. They got married and then there was exile and then she got abducted in the 13th year. They came back in the 14th year and a little while later, Rama let her go. In any incarnation, if God started belonging to one person, he or she is not God. Please understand this very clearly, Krishna says. I have no personal favorites. And I don't hate anybody. I'm even. I'm I live in equanimity with everybody. Samoham Not just every human being, in every single living entity. Samoham sarbhuteshu Na na And I don't hate anybody And I'm not attached to anybody. But Those who worship me Those who become mine those who surrender to me, they leave me with no option that I have to manifest myself in them. I'm also reminded of a, a little thing, I've said it earlier. I made you my God out of love. I understood, I really realized what was happening. <laughs> so I made you my God out of love, but I realized what a mistake it was when you told me, "God doesn't belong to just one person.